Welcome to the Diary of a Daddy-O podcast. This podcast is brought to you by myself, David Powell, CEO of 304 Clothing and dad to little Brody. I'm joined by Brad Morley, CEO of Indigo Create and dad to little Lennon. We'll be talking about the trials and tribulations of becoming fathers for the first time while remaining at the helm of our respective businesses as CEOs. It is going to be a wild, wild ride and we want to take you on it with us. So stay tuned and welcome to the Diary of a Daddy-O. is a diary pod about how work routines flip turn upside down and we'd like to take a second to let you know how we juggle being a dad while being a ceo Daddy-o. so welcome back to the diary of a daddy-o episode two thanks for joining us in this episode we'll be talking about black friday and cyber monday and that what that means to brad's schedule and mine We'll be discussing name guesses for myself and Jess's first child. Brad has pulled together a short list of what he thinks it might be. And we'll be just be discussing how that final week for me has been in the preparation for the arrival of my first child. Stay tuned. Hopefully you enjoy it and see you on the other side. All right then, mate. How's it going? All good, mate. How you doing? Very well, thank you, mate. Before we dare jump on another pod because... Obviously, the second pod was meant to come after my baby arrived, but we're still waiting. So we thought we'd try and squeeze one in here, and uh, an extra special one, seeing as though it's uh, someone's birthday. Yes, I know. Twenty nine today. Feeling old. <laughs> birthday, mate. Today is the twenty fourth of November, by the way. In case uh, anyone doesn't know when this was recorded, so get it in yeah. the diary next year. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, we'll have to do some special episode next year. I think. Yeah, bring it on or something. Well, um, yeah. So where, 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 where are you currently at, Dave? Obviously, you've gone over. So what, what, what are we, what are we looking at now? Yeah, right. So we are forty weeks and five days currently. So yeah, a waiting game continues. I think last time we spoke, mentally, I thought the baby was going to come pre due date. Yeah. So now, yeah, I think. Um, a few trips to the hospital and stuff and a few uh, appointments to sort of discuss what the next steps are. I've got another one later today with Jess, but yeah, just, just a waiting game. Like it, yeah. it feels like nothing's really changing, nothing's really happening, but yeah, we're still here. Like obviously it can't go much too, like much longer than this. I think, uh, yeah. most hospitals. <clears throat> yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't really have that because obviously, um, money had to be induced. So our due date was 5th of August. And then the 28th of July, it was a week before, because they said she specifically can't go over. So, um, yeah, ours was a bit more scheduled in a way, but obviously it didn't come straight away. But yeah, she was induced and then I think we was in there two days and then the yeah, 28th of July she came. But I know what you mean by that sort of waiting. Yeah. I mean, it must be it must be different feeling like waiting when it's gone over the day because you start and you... You must be, I mean, I feel like I'd be thinking like, fuck, is it going to be now? Is it going to be tomorrow? Like, what, what day is it coming? Uh, I, I literally said to Jess this morning, I was like, it's mad to think that he could actually be here within like, say, four hours or still another yeah. week. When And that's that's post where the, the due date, obviously a lot of people saying like due dates don't really, there's no huge science to them. They're sort of rough estimates, but it is quite a strange feeling to like, I think it was, it was Saturday, we were like, what, what do we do? Like we plan to go out for the day and stuff, but it feels like a little 
weird birthday that didn't get celebrated, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Oh, yeah, I didn't really think of that. I suppose as well, like, are you in that sort of phase where you're like, we don't want to go too far just in case we've got to go to hospital and all that? Well, yeah, 100%. It's like what you can't really do too much, especially obviously like Jess now is getting quite tired with walking and stuff. She doesn't want to do too much in terms of like physical activity. So there's only so many things that are actually open for us to do. So we've been out for a few coffees and teas and and cakes and stuff, but yeah. Mental, mental. Uh, I mean, um, discussing like sort of like what happened. I think I mentioned it to you on, on text and stuff. So on, on, on the due date, we had a we had a, another measurement of like the size of the baby, um, and he came back over the I think it's called a ninth centile, which means he could potentially be on the larger scale of a baby for that sort of period in time. Oh, yeah. so they mentioned um, there's obviously a higher risk of shoulder dysplasia. It's called so where like oh, right. shoulders can get stuck on the way out. <clears throat> so oh, that yeah. was a little bit of news that was like dropped on us sort of like last. Late in the day, that obviously Jess in particular has had to sort of come to terms with, like trying to understand what are the risks of that and yeah, what the options are. So we've got another appointment at the hospital today to go and sort of see what the plan is Mm. now, because another five days have gone since we were told that. Um, Right. So yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, shoulder dysplasia is essentially where a baby can be too big for well, his shoulders are wider than maybe they should be to get out of the hole um, so right, yeah. can get stuck. So there's certain things they can do to try and get the baby out maneuvers and things like that. But there's a, also a chance that they would have to break the, sh- the baby's shoulder to try and get oh. the baby out, which obviously then comes with, with increased risks for both mom and baby. So yeah, it's a, it was a bit of a, a bit of a shock on Saturday. Yeah. A little bit stressful for, for Jess, but I think, um, terms of like the actual percentages of risks it's not actually that high for a bigger baby it's just slightly higher so right i suppose we'll, that's why you're in that sort of space as well where you're thinking like get get them out now because the longer obviously the more weight they put on i guess and that yeah I mean, they said it's like potentially like an average 200 grams a week in weight they put on so obviously if he's at the higher end already he's only going to get bigger <laughs> yeah. he's yeah, got so. them he's got them power shoulders on him yeah, exactly. The boulder shoulders. Taking All right, so, so next hospital appointment is obviously today. Two o'clock today. Afternoon. Yeah, so we, we should know a fair bit more today. So, yeah, it's a shame we couldn't uh, review the name guesses today on this pod, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be on the next one. We'll be reviewing. Yeah, oh, 100% will be. 100% will be. Um, and, uh, yeah. Well, you got we got Black Friday tomorrow. Big, big time of it, but we'll obviously come back to that. Yes, mate. Well, so yeah. how's, how's your week been this week? It's been it's been pretty hectic, to be honest. Obviously, yeah, speaking of Black Friday, um, super busy with work. It's always like the busiest time of year. Well, obviously for you, we're, we're kind of on different ends of it, I guess, aren't we? Um, yeah. Your your front line, you know, relying on this to get sales in. I'm I'm more at the back end of it, helping people like yourself get in a position to leverage and. Yeah, try and make the most of these Black Friday campaigns. So, with the uh, yeah more than more than one brand to focus on client wise, it's yeah it's always a busy time. I was actually I was actually really ill um, last week, <laughs> which I feel like is a reoccurring 
theme with Black Friday. It seems like every time, which is unfortunate because my birthday always falls in between, but <laughs> every year I feel like I'm ill. I, I vaguely recall being up uh, up at the 304 HQ one year. I think it was after we'd done all the Black Friday stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember having a big cold den. I was sitting there with my toilet roll, like editing stuff whilst we were sitting there. I do definitely remember that. It was, I think that might have been after Black Friday, just before Christmas, but yeah, even so. Um, but yeah, so I think... The routine just kind of got a bit messed up. Obviously, this is the first Black Friday with having a baby, so it was very different. Um, can't just lock myself in my office anymore. Um, yeah. Although I have spent a lot of time working, so um, I've kind of had to lead Molly to it, and she's been, you know, got sent for it. But um, yeah, obviously, things like the late nights, obviously, where my routine has been thrown out a bit. I obviously have to come out to help with feeding and stuff like that when it comes to like night times and, and then we've got dinner and stuff we've got to look after ourselves obviously so um yeah with a combination of that i think last sunday or sunday's gone whatever um yeah I, I ended up working through the whole night no sleep at all um so yeah it was literally like was up again at it the next day started to feel like rough i don't think that done me any favors and then no Wednesday about midweek, I ended up working till about four AM. Then obviously up at I don't know half five six with the baby. It might have been about six ish, half six. So only a couple of hours sleep, and that just made me worse. And then I hit seriously bad. I think it was more last weekend actually. Uh, the one just gone. I was just like, yeah, felt so rough, um, which is not ideal. And the Saturday morning, I had to uh, Molly was going to get her hair done, so I had to look after the baby. And I woke up and felt just broken. And uh, Molly was like, I'm going to have to cancel this. Like, you you don't think, like, well, at all, you're going to be even look out, look after her. Because obviously, like, you don't want to pass stuff on either. Yeah. I was trying to avoid, like, kissing the baby and all stuff like that. Um, I just, it's the last thing you want. Like, you're looking, you're thinking, oh, the thought of dealing with, like, shitty nappies, like, entertaining them when you're feeling rough. You just want to curl up in bed, but you can't. So you've got to change it. Um, but, yeah. Luckily, once I got up and that, I was all right. And Molly went and it was all fine in the end. But um, yeah, she's she's actually, Molly's actually kind of got a cold now. So I've kind of passed it on. Oh, no. <clears throat> yeah, but it's one of the things you just, you can't, you can't just like, I remember last week I was like, oh, do you reckon like your mum could maybe look after baby for a bit? She was like, it's not that word like that. Like, we just got, you know, you can't just pass the baby off when you get ill now. Like, it just got to fit into it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a lot better now. So um, yeah, we've got Black Friday tomorrow, so I'm I'm prepped in the way of that stuff. Thank God. So after tomorrow, you're going to take a little bit of time to chill out and try and fully recover, or? Well, I think I, I probably won't be able to, but it definitely won't be as intense. So um, back to sort of normal generic stuff. I mean, there will be like Christmas campaigns and stuff, but they're never as heavy as as Black Friday. So um, it will just kind of return back to normal work routine yeah. really so i can get my evenings back at least and uh yeah start to tone it down a bit at least on the weekends anyway so and then yeah christmas is christmas i'm off like i'm taking that that time off by looking at my computer screen no turn it off mate a few podcasts yeah. and that's it yeah that's it so yeah r- routine's been a bit chaotic but you know we dealt with it we're through the through the first bit of it so i reckon next year i can i can only be more prepared for it at least well, yeah, and I think you said off camera, didn't you, that uh, next year you're celebrating your 30th birthday in the Maldives. Yes. So next year's going to be a little bit different to being ill at 4am in the morning. Absolutely, yeah. I've got no choice but to 
Uh, I feel like, yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. I go away, I think, four or five days before my birthday. So, I'm, you know, once I'm away, I'm, I can't, I've got no option but to just be away from my computer. Whereas I think when I'm here, you kind of think like subconsciously that you're like, well, I'm here so I can, you know, sort those bits over that period if I've got to work on my birthday or work on my birthday. Whereas something like that, I'll know I have to be hyper-organised, especially now, not just because I'm going on holiday, but because there's a baby as well. So yeah. I'm going to have to be hyper-organised for that because I definitely need to have a break over that period. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't want to be in Maldives working on my laptop, that's for sure. No, 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 mate. I think, that, like I, I said to you again, like off-camera again, but I, I found this Black Friday to be the easiest for me because I was I was sort of, like you said, forced into being hyper-organised in case I went off work three yeah. months ago. But I essentially had to have all my work done and dusted other than like little bits and pieces here and there. So yeah. that through October, I was working crazy, but yeah. knowing that I was going to have to down tools at some point, like, I guess, fortunately for three or four, like I haven't had the down tools yet. So I've managed to carry on working and helping the team out, but being forced into being organized, which I guess you're going to have to do next year. You're going to have to put the flag in yeah. the sand to say to clients, look, I'm actually going away on my, my birthday. I'm, I want to take the time off. He's going to. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, obviously I've got, I'll, I'll have, um, you know, the guys that I can push work through to and get them to kind of deal with whilst I'm off. But yeah, I, I definitely would still like to be more organised for it. So obviously for, for you then, is this the first Black Friday you've been working from home as well? So it's kind of like a double edge. Yeah. Double edge so shoulder, isn't it? Working from yeah. home and being, trying to chill with the prep of the baby for home. 100%. So I think I, the last time I did a Black Friday where I wasn't in the three or four offices before we actually had the office. So since we've had it, I've been in there every time i think there was one black friday where was when i lived in london and it was just myself sean and john who were working at three or four and we actually went out the night before to winter wonderland for a few beers with some of the lads and we woke up i think it was about nine o'clock in the morning and we hadn't actually executed the black friday plan we were going to do it when we first woke up at six in the morning we all slept through the alarms oh my god and the the website was absolute chaos because obviously the sales were coming through. We were all working remotely on a, on a laptop. This is when we were using a 3PL, though, to be fair. So, like, Black oh, Friday okay. was, so, was a lot more simple. Yeah. We weren't actually hands-on with orders. We were just having to, like, actually manually execute email campaigns. Pushing and, the orders through and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the marketing stuff. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> since we went into the, the office in Birmingham, we actually print every order on demand now, but 90% of them. So we're physically having to finish the garments. So... Every Black Friday until this year, I've been helping essentially in the warehouse or studio um, yeah. on the Black Friday. Whereas this year, we've we we downscaled our staff about three months ago by about two, so we went down to like seven people, and then we've just scaled it back up now for Black Friday, and it's it's worked brilliantly. So, from what I'm being told, like everything's working, working fine. Orders are shipping on time. We've got enough stock yeah. and things like that. So. Nice just I to guess, see it through. Yeah, and I've I've been I've actually been there when you know during on Black Friday I think I was there that one year wasn't I with you guys? Yeah. And so I kind of got to witness what it was like on the inside of it. Like you know you got the live orders up on the screen and all stuff like that. And I know how, yeah I know how chaotic it, it it can get for you guys. So I guess with that in mind, given that this one's been smooth sailing to a degree, obviously I know we're literally a day before it so i don't want to 
know, speak to you soon or whatever. But um, with all the prep you've done in that, do you think maybe that's set now a bit of a precedent where it is possible for you to take this period? I because so. you know that obviously it's going to be around baby's yeah. birthday right like next year. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think this is now the new norm. It's got what's well, going to have to be, and I'll probably want it to be as well. So, like you said, if 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 baby comes today or comes tomorrow, that's that's going to be his birthday. So that's obviously always going to take precedent over Black Friday <laughs> chaos in a, in a warehouse. So, what, like, what a day! What a day to fall on as well. Know, Mind yeah. you, does Black Friday the, the actual date of Black Friday change every year? It does, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. So it's so it's, it's not always on twenty fifth month in it. So yeah, like it 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 will switch around, but. Yeah, um, what is it? Twenty fifth tomorrow, but yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'll, I'll be happy with it. I think yeah. we've been going for ten years again. Like, I don't know if what people know about three or four on, on the potty, but the business and brand's been going for ten years now. So, like, it's it might be another situation where you're forced into some change, which has been coming for a long time. Really, that it's the next phase of the, of the business, and obviously my life as a, a daddy o that I won't necessarily need to be in there hands-on over black yeah. friday and i can actually just help to execute the the campaigns before and stuff and then come in after and and review it all for next year but yeah nothing's gone wrong so far black friday is tomorrow though touch wood it doesn't so <laughs> there's always a chance <laughs> something, something always goes wrong but yeah man I'm, I'm i'm happy with how it's gone and looking forward to what next year will be as well Good, good, good. Well, it's good that you got prepared anyway. I think you, you've done the right thing for sure. Baby arriving and that. I can't imagine I would have been as organised. Just no. being totally honest. I think I think going to like discussion like you said about always sort of getting ill around Black Friday and stuff. Like, I think I've done okay in terms of falling ill, but business partner has has, has definitely felt the effects of Black Friday a couple of years and. Those like late nights on ad manager and dealing yeah. with invoices and the stress and stuff, obviously coupled with dark nights, change of weather, all those sort of things that for for people working in econ, Black Friday is it's prime to just get taken down at the knees, isn't it? With a cold or pretty black. black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, need to get on the old air space goods to uh, yeah, and, and, and good. That's it, mate. Yeah, keep your immune up. Um, cool. Well, I think that can kind of sum up part one nicely. Um, if we take a break there and we come back for part two, I know we're going to, you got some ideas, Dave, for what we're going to be talking about. Generally for the brand, obviously, Diary of Daddy O plan for next next year. We've got some exciting stuff in the works that we can talk about, haven't we? Yeah, we'll do that. So come back for part two, guys, and we'll see you then. Take one. <laughs> Big news, we've decided to partner up with a charity called Winston's Wish. They were the first UK's child bereavement charity and have been supporting grieving children and young people for 30 years. The Diary of a Daddy-O would like to help them on their way in providing the much needed money to help provide specialist child bereavement support services across the UK. To donate, visit our Just Giving page, www.justgiving.com forward slash Diary of a Daddy-O or click the link in our description below. Now back to the podcast. Welcome back to part two, everyone, of the Diary of a Daddy-O podcast, episode two. So after a little quick break for Brad to go check on little Lennon, uh, who's uh, teething, I think you said. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's struggling at the minute. She's, uh, yeah, just, you know, crying a lot more. 
Um, so obviously paying for it. She's putting her hands in her mouth all the time now as well. So sort of like sucking on it, trying to bite down it. We have got some teething things that she kind of plays with, but just trying to try a few different remedies at the minute. What is what is the best thing to do for that? Is it little chewy? Well, I think so, yeah. And obviously um, a few people now have suggested these amber bracelet anklet things. I don't know how they work. They go around your ankles like an anklet, basically. And from what people are saying, you know, they, they don't they don't kick up a fuss at all. So we, we're probably going to give that a go. Um, as I said, I don't know what the science quite is behind it, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, hopefully it works. But we, we, Molly also bought some uh, some stuff that it's like the powder stuff, I think. Or like a, a bit like Bongella, I suppose, like similar to that. Like yeah. you put it like on the mouth, it's meant to like numb it a little bit so they don't feel it. But I'm not sure how much that's helping. I think it might have possibly helped a bit yesterday afternoon when she was trying to feed her and that. But yeah, last night was was quite challenging. Um, Did wake her up really, in the night, really yeah. Well, no, it was more like when we was putting her down to go to bed for the evening. Um, to, like, after a bath to have a bottle and she yeah she just she was just crying relentlessly we couldn't couldn't stop her for a while eventually she stopped and then took her bottle but it's obviously playing up playing her up a bit she just woke up crying now so yeah the joys uh, yeah it's, it's up and down up and down she, it's like she's well, some of it it must just come in waves because like during the day like she can be smiling and having a laugh with you and then all of a sudden She'll just start crying, and you can see she's in pain. She's touching it, so it must be a pretty weird feeling for them, I guess. But that's yeah. the only way they can communicate, ain't it? Through crying. So yeah, I'm gonna have to use it <clears throat> personally to just four months. Four months now, is it? Yeah, four months. Yeah. I listen back to these four months in, and I can sort of see whether the timelines are aligned. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I actually do remember being. Maybe like, after like, a couple of months, because like we was, we had a bit of a rocky start with her, and then she become like way more chilled, and like our routine was like you know bang shake bottle stop like, and I remember it being like fine. She was sleeping through, and then I remember people saying like, oh, you wait, like teething starts soon, and they'll be you know they'll, they'll be they'll be moaning then. And I remember thinking like, oh, like, how bad can it how bad can it be? Do you know what I mean? But yeah. as sort of come at that sort of time, I think yeah, a few months in, four months, and now yeah, certain things like. Even feeding her sometimes, she's just, you know, she's moving about, she's getting distracted. Uh, she wants it, but fusses a little bit. So I think that's probably, again, her teeth playing up. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's in, and, in and out of that. Sort of phase of minute. Honestly, I don't know. I think it can be a little while. Um, yeah. I think it lasts a little while, obviously, until they, like, get their teeth and stuff. But I don't know if, like, it's stays that bad throughout, if you know what I mean. Like, once they start yeah. to get their teeth, maybe it tones down or something. That's that's something I'm yet to yet to comment on, I guess. Once we <laughs> once we cross cross that bridge, we're in the early stages of it now. I think Monica was starting to sort of feel a little bit on her gums, so maybe they're starting to come through soon. We did. She did actually give give her a bit of food the other day. Like we started buying those pouches. Yeah. So like on a spoon, very very small amount. Um just like putting it in her mouth and stuff. And it's quite, it's quite funny to watch her like facial expressions. It looks like, you know, when you eat a sour sweet, it's all like that. Cause obviously they're just used to drinking milk all the time, I guess. But, um, but yeah, it's, that was a, that was a bit of a 
milestone, I guess, because that made me think like, blah, she's definitely, she's definitely getting bigger now. Yeah, that's class. I, I follow the Proud Lux and they, I think they, they put it on their stories not long ago that they did the same thing and that those facial expressions. <clears throat> were oh, hilarious. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did manage to get someone filmed. To be fair, I was like sitting there working away, and Molly was like, "We're going to feed her. Do you want to come watch this?" I was like, "Yeah, definitely." So I quickly run out and, and watched it. It's quite like, stuff like that. I suppose is nice, like yeah. working from home because you don't miss out on that. Like if I was still in my back when I used to fucking years ago work a nine to five. I'd have been missing all of that. So, um, yeah, it's definitely nice to be able to be here to watch that. Beautiful. We've, I've literally just had a message as well, just jumping in back to the old Black Friday madness that uh, Clavio is down. So I'm sure you no. understand what that is as well. Yeah. So. Oh, man, what a time. I know, yeah. I can imagine a lot of brands are going a bit crazy right now. So if anyone Ooh. doesn't know, Clavio is the, the, the biggest software to send out your emails to your customer database so yeah that's uh that'll be in- interesting to see when that comes back on cool yeah i wouldn't want to be uh customer support right now no, no hammered hammered but anyway um as we said we've been chatting on whatsapp and stuff getting a little bit excited about the uh the daddio brand podcast venture what it could be so last week brad mentioned the sort of the crib sheet, the the Bible that will be, I suppose crib sheet's a good name for it, isn't it really? With, crib uh, sheet's got a good name actually, yeah, because yeah. I imagine it will start more like a crib sheet, to be honest, yeah. rather than a book. Oh, yeah. We'll stick it to the side of a crib for the dads to... Uh, to <laughs> yeah. um, so that was, the, that was the first idea that sort of like came about on, on WhatsApp, wasn't it? That we'll, we'll do the crib sheet, it'll be available to download alongside the podcast to sort of help. Yeah and don'ts things to buy and then we were like well what else what else could this this i guess you call it a brand i guess i mean as soon as the uh yeah. the artwork came back for the potty we both thought bloomin' this is a this is definitely a brand that's so sick yeah. so we've been pretty gassed about that for two three weeks now just keep looking at it thinking that's absolutely sick <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to just share it now Man, the times I've gone to like post little previews of my stories and then I thought, no, nah, don't do it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rain it in, rain it in, rain it in. I've just, yeah. I just keep looking at it at nights thinking, right, who else can I show it to that won't? <laughs> yeah. um, it does look left- sick. So we'll have to do a big reveal, I suppose. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So we've got a few things written down. We've got, I think, children's books. Was that one that you made? You came up with, or was that me? Yeah, I mean, I think that's. You could have jumping the gun on that, I suppose, but I just, I don't know, it's something that I think would be would be really cool because it, it kind of gives us like the opportunity to blend our work with it, with, you know, the baby life, I suppose, a little bit. Like, not that not either of us are authors or anything, but I think no. like just to be able to like explore the creativity and in, in building little stories, you know, it's, it's different it's very different from making stories out of campaigns for brands but i feel like that would be quite uh yeah something something quite good especially yes. for the maybe like the long, longer term yeah definitely long, long-term goal because like you said there's definite synergy with with the, with the work that you do in terms of telling stories and ads and same yeah. thing for like three or four campaigns that there's definite there's definite stories to be told there from a, a dad's perspective on his relationship with a uh, with his son or daughter that it's definitely it's definitely one it's definitely one that's further down the line for sure but yeah definitely also as well i think like that seems to be based on like my upbringing and 
people I'm like, I know, that seems to be a bit more of a dad's role to like do the bedtime reading, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they start to get a bit older, because usually if the guys are at work or whatever throughout the day, that's still an opportunity to like see them before they go to sleep. So I feel like, yeah, that's that, that'd be quite a good way for us to connect with the, I keep saying the brotherhood, but I suppose we could call it the fatherhood. The fatherhood, yeah. as such. Um, the daddy-o's like, you know, to, yeah, to, to kind of contribute to that and, and help. I think we'd, yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, as you say, a bit more of a long, long, long-term, long-term plan, but definitely equally one that is on the cards, sure. I think. I, I'd never thought of it, like you said there, that like one of my fond memories of like interacting with my dad when I was little was bedtime stories. And I've even got the, the teddy that he used to sort of help the stories be told with tattooed on my arm. Oh, really? And, oh, yeah, wow. So. Well, that's cool. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's a, that's a great connection then. That's yeah. like you, you contribute that to that moment. So I think, yeah. And like M- Molly's always said as well, like you're, you're definitely going to be the one to do that, right? Cause like I'm a bit more animated and, and stuff like that. So I feel like, yeah, that, that's, that's, how, that, that's, that's quite a good way for, for daddy O's to connect. I think. Yeah, definitely. And when that's everyone sees the, where everyone sees the branding they'll uh they'll want these books to come <laughs> yeah you know that you know that. Um, go back to briefly on the the crib sheet slash bible thing that we're putting together um just to kind of i guess put a bit more context around that like there's little little things that i feel like are little nods from other dads like you know that's that's definitely helped me um and it can be as, as little as, as something like this. So, um, you know, as like as the dads, you might be more in charge of making up the bowls rather than the feeding. Like it may, it may not be the case. It may be completely opposite. But usually, like I just think naturally, the mums will, will end up feeding, and especially if they're breastfeeding, it's very different. But um, you know that that tends to be something they own because they are they're looking after them all day long. So. Uh, I think my brother-in-law mentioned to me once, he was like, look, you know, how are you finding it, like prepping the bottles and stuff like that through the night? And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's a struggle because you've got to keep counting, like, because that's obviously they grow and the bottles grow, the scoops get and grow. So it's like, right, you find yourself going one, two, three with your scoops. And then like, if something else throws you off, somebody talks to you, you'll be like, fuck, how many scoops have I done? So then it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, let's throw the bottle away and you've got to make a new one. And it becomes this whole big headache. And he said to me once, he was like, no, look, stop all that now because the last thing you want to be doing when you're waking up half asleep is counting out spoonfuls and he recommended to me to get this pot he was like you can get these pots you can get them singly but he was like get these pots they've got like three slots in so that'll that'll carry you through the night um you can pre-fill them up whenever you want during the day and they are then done and then all you got to do when it comes to making that bottle is just open the lid chuck it in and put it through and i was like mate it literally changed my life like it was such a game changer because we now even do it like during the day. So like if I'm making bottles at night, I'll make them in the morning. I'll just like, you know, we'll just prep those things. So like they're all ready to go. And, you know, especially if your baby's crying, like they want food and you're like trying to, you know, stressfully make it, this will like just speed it up so much more because you can just be on like, bang. It's like little, even little things like that, just like, it's just going to help your job as, a, as like both parents, but especially if you're making the bottles as the dad. Like that's going to make your job a lot easier. So yeah, yeah, it's little things like that, like which, as I say, other dads have shared with me, and I found super useful. So that's the sort of thing that like we can definitely put into this little crib sheet to make sure you, you are the most prepared 
daddy on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Sound by that one. Have you ever read the book um, Atomic Habits? I haven't actually. No, I've seen it, but I've not read it. No. It, it, if anyone hasn't read it, it's a book essentially about making those one percent changes to your routines to just try and make life easier. And I think that the, the crib sheet would almost be that. So like I, I carry through the atomic habits into like business and life and stuff like something as simple as like prepping your food the night before, like this is obviously pre dad life or having your yeah. gym kit ready for the morning, which then in turn means there's less chance of you not going. So it's making those small little changes, which yeah. sounds like the crib sheet will be the dad version of that, which is a, absolutely you can read it every day you can sleep next to it you can oh Siri's going off did that pick up my audio or not yeah maybe yeah yeah it did yeah my Siri my Siri started going off for some reason um, <laughs> yeah put it in your bed sleep next to it put it on your wall whatever you need to on your crib as Dave said yeah you'll be yeah, you'll swear awesome. by it so we've also got a few other things written down here along to go alongside the the books, the crib sheet. We've got potential clothes for the daddios out there. So <laughs> that'll be a nice one. Um, we've seen a few clothing items, haven't we, already? That I think they look cool, but I think we could definitely do a do a, a cool job and doing some some nice hoodies and t shirts for the daddios out there. Absolutely, um, clothing. The clothing legend is upon us, so it'd be rude not to. It would be rude not to, to get some get some merch made, wouldn't it? So uh, stand yeah. by for that one. Some nice merch point, as well, like yeah, it won't be it won't be substandard. It'll be nice stuff to wear. Ultra though. cheesy American, you know, yeah, number one dad stuff. Like <laughs> we made this cool, like that big Sean jacket that I sent you yesterday. Yeah, mate, that was Jeez, class. I would wear, I would easily wear that out. Dad yeah. life on it. You'd be getting a little bit upset if the baby was sick all over it. So maybe we'll uh, focus it towards maybe like three and up or something. I don't know. But, uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out as we go. Um, one of the main ones was sort of trying to connect whoever's listening to the podcast and obviously it's got direct link to both myself and Brad, but maybe trying to bring that community into a place where you guys can speak amongst yourselves as well. So whether that's a Discord group, private Facebook group or something along those lines that where if you wanted to speak to myself or Brad, but were unable to, there's still a, a safe space for you guys to chat amongst yourselves and, and sort of help each other out and, and just be there for each other. Cause I don't, I don't know personally as not being a dad yet, whether those sort of support groups are out there other than, I don't know, blogs or I really don't know. So that's yeah. one we'll definitely be looking into. I've, yeah, I've not seen any. I'm sure there are some, but I've definitely not heard of any. Um, and I think, yeah, it'd be, it'd be super useful, even just to, you know, so you feel, because you will have nights and times when you feel a bit alone on it. So even just a place to, yeah, to converse and be in it together, I guess, and it? it's a journey. So Yeah, safety in numbers, I think. I think, like, obviously, definitely. as soon as we found out you're on the, the journey that, I was about to be on as well. It's just nice to be able to speak to someone and sort of chew the fat and see what's going on and see if you're not in it alone. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely be doing that. Was there any other ideas that we came up with? I'm trying to think. Um, I'm sure there was. I'm sure there yeah. was. I know we was, we were talking about some crazy stuff. Obviously, this is going to mostly go socials and podcast audio, but I guess I, I know we mentioned about obviously video, YouTube and stuff. It would be great to get on there um, 
But I suppose, yeah, we'll, we'll kick it off and see how it goes. Because we were talking about having some like cool uh, uh, illustration animations, wasn't it? To like sort yeah. of make it a bit more, I guess uh, the way I kind of see that, which is, which I think would be quite cool. is like, um, have you ever watched the, uh, it's not the Office podcast. It's the one with Ricky Gervais. And... Oh, the, yeah. The Ricky Gervais podcast with Carl Pilkins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, that, that's a bit more bland, I guess, because they're just sitting around a table. But like the way it's like, animated, I think it's quite fun. Yeah, so if we if we had these little sort of mini mini stories or something, I'd be I think it'd be quite cool. Even yeah. like emotional. Like I see I see some meme the other day. <clears throat> I sent it to you, Dave, and it was <clears throat> it was it was a picture of the mum with the baby like pregnant. Yeah, yeah, belly, yeah. And then like the guy, the dad had like this big full head, and the baby was in his head. And then like the message was something like, uh, you know, the mums carry the babies, but the dads carry the mum and the babies in their head or something. And it was all about, obviously, you know, the dad having the pressure of, you know, looking after that individual, but also the, the other, the, the mum as well. So um, I feel like sometimes that can get a bit forgotten about. Um, all that, you know, this not that's not take anything away from the mums because they absolutely do an amazing job and they, they, they still do most of it. But I think you're, as a dad, your kind of role is, is different and... You know you've got different responsibilities and it, it can still get stressful and it can still you still worry and, and think about it and deal with it in a different way so yeah yeah i think um i've probably come away from that now but yeah what i was just saying was with the with those little <laughs> emotional stories i think that something like that would be would be a quite cool way to just yeah again just connect and entertain and get the message across definitely well on that note clavio's back so there's work for there's work for me and you to be done. I've got the hospital yeah. appointment in about half an hour, so we'll leave the potty there yeah. for today. And this will be the last one, 100%, with only one baby in the crew. Yeah. Exciting times. Yeah. You feeling ready? You ready for it now? I'm nervous. Ready, mate. This, I might be going to hospital now and not coming back, so we'll see. Yeah, pack your bag. Pack Enjoy it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy, it's uncomparable, the feeling of it. No one can explain it. So I'm looking forward to you feeling that. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, as you say, we'll wrap it up. So, yeah, thanks for everyone that's tuned in and listened to uh, our second episode. As Dave says, next one will be very different. We'll have different contexts to talk about and we'll catch up with names and see how Dave's getting on and some other things. So um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Back every Monday, obviously, for a new instalment. Uh, We'll talk about previous week's efforts, becoming a certified daddy-o. And we'll also start, it's not just going to be me and Dave on all future episodes. We're going to start inviting some guests on the podcast as well. So we can chat to them about their journeys and their tales of becoming a working dad. Um, But yeah, for now, that's everything. And make sure to subscribe, drop us a little follow for more content coming soon. And thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. And happy birthday to the daddy-o. Thank you very much. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Life balance so hard to do while juggling a business and date nights too. But life goes on, so a baby we got. Now I'm trying to juggle both of eating baby that bought. I deal with one dirty nappy and turn my back and hear 101 messages pinging through Slack. Sleep deprivation, you can see it in my eyes. As I hop on Google Meets, I hear the baby starts crying. So I mute and shout to mom, You okay in there, dear? She says, Get on with your work, we'll be okay in here. I wash up the bottles around eight or nine By the time I'm in my office, sometimes it's lunchtime Looked at my partner, said one down, no How to juggle my new life as a successful daddy-o